Wonderful ladies, wonderful gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. This is your host, Enrico Amberster, and I hope you're doing well. Honestly, truly, that is my sincere hope and wish for you right now, that you're doing well, all things considered, that hopefully after this episode, you're doing better than when this episode first began. All right, I like the idea of that. That's that's the goal. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you're always in the loop when new episodes are available here. And if you have subscribed already, well, thank you very much for your support. Feel free to leave a rating or a review or an email. But the interesting thing is I just discovered this feature on this app that I use where I can send a voice message link. So you all can send me in a voice message, whether it's something you just want to say or it's a question that you have. You all can send use that link to communicate with me and maybe be featured on a future episode of my podcast. So I'm very interested in that. I will make sure that I include it. All right. Now, you all know that this podcast was created to make sure all of us become our best selves. But it also had a concerted focus on making sure that we were the best public speakers and the best communicators that we can be. So a lot of the content was focused on how you can be a great speaker in front of a crowd, how to deliver great eye contact, great gestures. How do you connect with your crowd? How do you manage interruptions in a crowd? But since coronavirus happened, everybody's life has changed in some way. And so people are not really gathering in groups anymore. If anything, a lot of the meetings are going virtual now, more specifically on Zoom or Skype. And so I, and I personally believe in the future, these things, especially Zoom and Skype, will be utilized even more. So now that begs the question, okay, so I have the barrier of space now. I have another barrier of the laptop screen or the phone screen. How do I make sure that I'm still getting my point across, that I'm still retaining people's information, that my my delivery is still great, the message that I have is still great? So today, I'm just going to give you some tips. Some are going to be specifically related to the Zoom and the Skype software that we use. But I'm also going to focus on things that we can do to ensure that we're still bringing our best public speaking skills to the forefront of the table when we have to use these platforms. And this is extremely useful because I I believe it's even useful for like job interviews. If you have a work meeting, yes, it's great. If you have like a Toastmasters meeting, many Toastmasters meetings are meeting virtually. So that's the great thing about Toastmasters right now. You can meet with any group of people all over the world. You just need to have their Zoom meeting link. But like I said, it's great for a job interview. If you're looking for a job interview, most companies right now are interviewing virtually. So it's good to have an idea of, hey, how can I still present my best self on Zoom, on Skype, okay? So Zoom is going to be the default that we're talking about, but a lot of these settings and things that I'm telling you about, the principle of the matter also applies to Skype or any other video conferencing um, platform, okay? All right, so this is going to be in two sections. First, let's talk about Zoom. Let's talk about the software itself, 
the first thing that you want to do whenever you have to have a meeting on Zoom or some type of virtual software is set up your virtual space. That means download the Zoom app, download the Skype app, make an account, create a meeting room as if you're going to invite someone to the chat and just sit in different places on your in your house with your laptop or your phone and just look to see which backgrounds work best for you, what lighting works best for you. You want to have an idea of what place in your house is most advantageous for you to use when it comes to having a meeting. Is it close to the window so you can get some natural light? Is there somewhere that has just kind of like a plain background or a neutral background that you want to use? Try to find somewhere in your house that you're comfortable with as as to, well to your the best of your ability that you can use whenever you have a job interview or a meeting on a virtual Zoom call. And if you can't find that, then I encourage you to be creative. Let's just say if you have a bed sheet with kind of like a pretty simple pattern or you you have something that you can hang kind of like as a drapery, whether it's a curtain or a sheet or something that you can hang to just give you a plain background and a plain backdrop, then let's get creative and do that. But you want to make sure that before you even hop on the call, that you have an idea of what your virtual space is going to look like. And that goes into another point. Whenever you're joining the meeting, you never want to uncheck the thing that says turn video off prior to joining the meeting. You always want to join with your video on because at that time, it gives you an idea of how you're entering the meeting. Maybe your background space is sufficient and it looks nice, but your camera is too far or it's too close. So it gives you the opportunity to adjust it. You don't want to join with your camera off and then have to put your camera on to adjust it. Just join with your camera on and take a few minutes to adjust yourself to make sure that everything is copacetic. Everything looks good. Okay. Now, going back to the virtual space, I know on Zoom, there's a lot of settings. So I definitely encourage you to go into your Zoom settings and play around with the settings there, okay? My computer can do it, unfortunately. But in a lot of instances, you are able to add a virtual background. So in a lot of instances, a virtual background might be the best option versus trying to find somewhere to set up in your house or trying to hang a curtain or some type of bed sheet or something. It might be best to just go into your Zoom settings or your Skype settings. I don't know if Skype has it available. But the point here is to check out the settings on whatever video conferencing app that you're using and test out different things. You know, it's great to if you have a friend that has the same software, ask your friend to join in on a meeting with you and just test out different things so you know what these things do. I know there is also another setting on Zoom that I don't use personally, but some people use it and it's called touch up my appearance. 
So I know a lot of us have been in the house and probably have not been to the barber or been getting our beauty care routines that we have normally had an opportunity to take advantage of. So when we join these Zoom meetings, we might just need a little help from the platform. So it's okay to click touch up my appearance. <laughs> but for me, it makes me look too photoshopped. It makes me look as if someone just has some type of bronzer or I don't need like a smudge tool over my face. So I personally don't like it. I'm the type of guys like, hey, what you see is what you get. We all understand that we're going through a rough time right now. But for you, touch up my appearance might be something that makes you feel more comfortable or, you know, it might it might work for your skin tone or the lighting and things like that. So these are some things that you want to play around with. So overall, my suggestion when it comes to these virtual meeting spaces is to practice and to be aware of how they work for you ahead of time. You don't want to just be learning this when it's time to do an interview or if you have a, a meeting for work you don't want to just be setting this up like a minute or so before you have to meet you want to be fully aware of how your setup is going to be and how you're going to move forward and present yourself the second part about this are the things that you can do all right there is this phrase that i heard and it says that right now we have to think inside the box. Usually we hear that we have to think outside the box. But when you're using Zoom, when you're using IG Live, when you're using Skype, it's time now for us to think inside the box. And what that means is that box that we see on our video conferencing app, that is our real estate space. That's what we have to work with right now. That's the reality of the situation. Okay, so now we have to ask ourselves, okay, this box is all I have right now, but how do I work this? How do I use this to my advantage? So I'm just going to give you a few things to keep in mind that you can implement the next time you have a Zoom meeting. Number one is to be careful about leaning, okay? Not only does it show that you're leaning on a Zoom call, but it also has a lot to do with your body language. When you're leaning and you're crouched over, that's not very assuring body language to those that are on the call or your body itself. But when you're sitting up straight, when you have open body language, then your body is just like, okay, well, this is a confidence pose. I'm feeling a bit more confident here. And it will increase the levels of testosterone. And there are tons of studies that show this. Just Google power poses and you will see why it's important to be mindful of how you're sitting on a Zoom or a Skype call and not leaning. Okay. Number two is to use gestures. When you have that practice call with your friend, put your hands up and try to identify the limits of the box in front of you okay raise your hands up make a few gestures to find out okay how far can i raise my hand before it goes out of the screen what box do i have to use with my gestures and so with using gestures, with using hand motions and, you know, being very creative with the the gestures that you can use while you're telling a story, while you're having a meeting, 
it brings more dimension to what you're saying because people can see the gestures they can associate the gestures with what you're trying to say and it's not just that they're looking at your face and listening to you okay so be very mindful about using gestures another point is that you can use the the chat feature as a way to engage people so if you have questions then people can use their chat feature you can ask them questions and they can answer using the chat feature or of course people can unmute their mics and speak as well if you have gestures that you want them to perform and mimic then they can do it as well because they have a box in which they can operate from as well so for example if you were doing a speech on power poses you can do the power poses in your box and ask people to imitate you all right so there are still ways for us to engage with other people more specifically asking them questions having a dialogue back and forth that is the whole point of the video conferencing system and of course people can use the chat as well there usually i know for zoom there is a general chat where everybody can see the message and there is a personal chat as well. So just be mindful of including other people in what you're saying and allowing them to use these features to feel a sense of connection. Two more things are just vocal variety and facial expressions. A lot of times when we're on these Zoom apps, we can tend to just have the same vocal variety and that's something that i try to be mindful of doing uh, these podcasts because you can't see my face you can't see the gestures that i'm doing you're just relying on my voice so i try to remind myself okay there are sometimes you have to put a little more animation in your voice or you have to go a little slower everything that you want to say you have to really exhibit it in your voice you don't want to sound the same from the beginning to the end of your podcast. And that's something that all of us need to keep in mind on our Zoom calls as well, that our voices are something that we can use to really leverage our performance. So we can get louder and we can, if we're interested in something, we can add a tone like, wow, I think that's really interesting. Or, okay, <laughs> okay that was just an example, right? But, Essentially, the point of the matter is that our voice and our face, our facial expressions are our greatest assets to think inside of the box. So it's just a little bit different because we can't use our entire bodies. We can only use a certain amount of gestures, but we also have the ability to use facial expressions to put some light in our face to smile if we are talking about something that for example we're excited about we can put that excitement in our voice and put that excitement inside our faces as well we can smile we can open our eyes we can seem like we just got surprised okay so just keep those in mind as well our vocal cords and our facial expressions are two things that are at our disposal when it comes to our video conferencing tools. So just as a brief recap, how do we bring our best performances still with everything going on with coronavirus? Well, 
in these virtual meeting spaces, we want to make sure that we identify the places in our house we, where we are comfortable holding these interviews, holding these meetings. We want to make sure if we have a friend or, you know, maybe we don't have a friend, but we can download these apps and go into them ourselves and pretend like we're hosting our own meetings and just play around with the settings, touch up our appearance, see how it is with our virtual backgrounds, um, just to make sure that the ratio of the the display is correct. Just go through and just make sure that our audio works, that our microphone works, and just kind of play around with the settings to make sure that when it's time to actually be on a call, be on an interview, that we already have some type of knowledge as to what these different things do. And then when it comes to the things that we can actually do, we always want to think inside the box. So we want to be careful about leaning or slouching over or, you know, putting our hands. That's something that I have to remember, like putting my face in my hands and just kind of like leaning on my hands. I want to make sure that we don't give off like lazy body language. Use gestures. Make sure that we understand how our limit can work. So, for example, raising your hands or putting up. If, you, if you're talking about five things, putting up one hand with all five fingers to really drive home the fact that, hey, I'm talking about five things here. Number one, you put a thumb down, for example. Okay, so using these little gestures to drive home your topic. Also using vocal variety and facial expressions and using the features that these video conferencing tools have to ensure that you are engaging with your audience still and of course i didn't mention this but eye contact look at everybody if you can and not just yourself it's a bit tempting to look at yourself and make sure you know make sure you're looking good and sometimes you might be like okay okay i'm looking real cute right now or might be thinking to yourself oh i don't look the best but ignore the compulsion to look at yourself and make sure that you're connecting with other people okay Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That is my episode for today. I hope that it was very helpful to you and that the next time you have a job interview or a Zoom meeting with someone that you can practice these things and that will be very, very beneficial for you. Until next time, this is your host, Enrico Ambrister, signing out. And okay, now, remember to use that voice messaging tool. I do want to hear from you, but you can also email me at thespeakerssecrets at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Thank you for your time. Hope this was helpful to you and talk to you next time.